Hi, you perfect baby angel. Welcome to my podcast. This is Kia. This has been a long time in the making. I bought equipment for this in October. This was, yes, it's now February, but it has been on my vision board, on my goal list, I kid you not, for two to three years. For two to three years, I have been saying I'll do it. Um, it's been on the vision boards, in the notes app, on the monthly to-do list that we just ignore, and I finally saw a psychic this week. Her name was Carmen. We actually did it over FaceTime, because I believe she's, like, on the East Coast, but I absolutely adored her. I love her. If you want her information, I will give it to you. She's amazing. That reading was amazing but she brought it up. She brought it up, and we were talking about career, all that good stuff, but she made me promise her that I was finally going to record the podcast. I was finally just going to put it out there and stop waiting for the right time for it to be perfect. And so this is me keeping my promise to Cameron. Cameron, are you proud of me? Because I love you, okay? I love her. But this podcast... It is going to be full of stories and advice and hyping you up, reminding you that you are the shit. I want to pass along things that I've learned. I want to give you lots of love, some little virtual forehead kisses. But most importantly, I want to make you laugh because that is one of my favorite things in the whole wide world. I, my dream is to get paid to do that. I just, I get a high out, I get a high off of it. I love it. I love laughing, I love making people laugh, and just not taking things seriously on this podcast. We are not going to take things seriously, and that is a pinky promise from me to you. And if there is one thing, though, I do take seriously, it is pinky promises. When you make a promise, a little pinky promise, you don't break that. It's like it's like sit in stone, sit in blood. You keep that, you keep that mother effing promise. But when I was dreaming of this podcast, I wanted it to feel like those phone calls that you never want to get out of, off of. Like, you know, when you meet a stranger and you guys just click, the energy is right, banter is flowing. It's exactly what I want and what I was thinking of when I was dreaming of this podcast. Talking about it, I like, I'm like, Girl, (laughs) you have been wanting to do this for so long, but here I am. I'm finally doing it, and I'm actually really proud of myself. Even if I have been a bitch for a little while about it, it's okay. All that matters is that I'm doing it right now. One thing that I will say, this will not be perfect. (laughs) It will never be perfect. I am not perfect, but I can promise you it will (laughs) It will be real. I'll be keeping it real, and that is a promise from me to you. Another little pinky promise you can put in your little pocket for later. I have spent years and years healing, working on myself, you know, working on self-worth, studying things like human design, astrology, those being like kind of like little passions and hobbies. Um, But this stuff lights me up like no other but what, like most importantly, hyping people up and reminding them of their worth and how special they are, that, it's like a drug to me. 
like, but like, like a good one, like a good, <laughs> like a good drug that's not bad for you. What would you call that? <laughs> Happiness? I don't know. But I'd be talking to people or clients or strangers and being able to compliment them or remind them of their worth or seeing things that you as an outsider realize that they don't see about their self and being able to speak life into them it is it brings me happiness like no other it is like having four red bulls probably not red bulls actually alani's because alani's are way better but it brings me joy like no other so it's really what I want to do on there because your girl loves it. I also, like with my whole heart, love sharing things that I love and enjoy. If I've tried something that works, I want to share it with the world. And you have all met the two types of people. You are either type one or type two. You're either the one or the two. Type one. That is the person you compliment something, you ask about something, you want to know where something's from. You love her jacket, her haircut, and this is the kind of person that is going to respond with, you know, I've actually never met the person that does my hair. I totally share it with you, but I just like, you know, I just don't know anything. And it's just stank energy, stank interaction, stank expressions. You never want to experience that again. And then there's the type two, the two. And it is, you know, you left her lip gloss. I love your lip gloss. Pulls it out of their purse, pulls up the website, finds a coupon code. It basically gives you the lip gloss. They want nothing more in life than to share it with you. And I, another pinky promise of mine is that I will always, always be number two, type two. Until the day I die, I will be that girl. It makes me so happy. Like, gatekeeping just feels icky. It feels icky. So I always vow to share things that I love. And something that has helped me um, with, like, you know, my mental health. Thing, there's, like, a whole list I could go on and on forever. But if there's things like, you know, going for walks, journaling... Uh, I don't know, not st stalking my ex on social media. Yeah, that one will really do it. It's okay if you feel called out. It's all right. I still love you. But maybe let's just, I don't know, do better. <laughs> Choose ourselves. Love ourselves a little <laughs> harder and maybe delete that fake account or maybe make the choice to stop doing that because... I promise you, you are better than that, and I want better for you. I want to punch everyone that still stalks their exes and then give you a big hug because what the hell, dude? Come on. You're better than this. I am not judging you, okay? Okay, Pookie? I'm not judging you. I used to be that person, but I stopped because it would literally make me feel like a crazy person. <laughs> You are going onto their page and looking at people that they follow and comparing yourself to these people and looking at the highlight reel of their life and everything you see on there looks like it's amazing and it's good and 
it is literally torture and you do it to yourself and it's become a part of your routine and friggin' stop. Just, I don't know what else to say, but stop. I want you to imagine every time you are going onto that page and stalking it and doing your little self-harm ritual that you are sitting, physically sitting outside their house and they are looking through their window at you, like looking down at you. They're on the top floor looking down at you just so like disappointed and disgusted and they can just feel that little desperate energy like you're on your hands and your knees begging outside their house because basically that's the same thing basically two plus two is four that is that that equals that that's what you're doing okay anytime you want to go in there I want you to I want you to imagine that they know you are doing it and if that doesn't make you want to stop I think you should back on I'm just kidding. I love you. But literally, like, you are giving away your energy every time you're doing this. They are on this pedestal living their best life, probably moving on. And here you are obsessing over them and living in the past and making them so much more special than they actually are. Because let's be real, half of you are stalking some bum-ass losers. Just be honest with me. You know it. I know it. They're, they're not as special as, as you're making them out to be, and that's okay. I will die on this hill. I think the reason so many people cannot get over the excess is because they you keep them a part of your daily routine. If you're stalking about them, talking about them constantly, looking out for them, uh, yeah, no shit, you can't get over them. The first step is admitting, <laughs> admitting you're doing it, and maybe let's just do better this year because you deserve better. Okay, this is all said with love, and if it's blunt, that's okay. That's my favorite way to deliver, deliver some information, some opinions. I love, <laughs> I love to keep it blunt. I actually don't think that was that blunt. Whatevs, tomato, potato. I uh, I never used to believe in astrology, which is so funny if you know me now. <laughs> I, won't, <laughs> I won't shut up about it. But I thought it was woo-woo, bull-caca, like made-up gibberish. And then I want to say TikTok, yes. TikTok, totally opened up my world and my perspective and then I learned you have like a whole birth chart and you are more than just the sun sign that you've been doing horoscopes with your whole life and so I looked up my birth chart and then there's this certain website that I personally love I want to say it's cafe astrology and when you put all the information in as you scroll down it'll give you like way more depth information but you can you basically can just read a ton about it and ever since then it like gave me so much confidence and understanding about myself and I was just hooked. I like started looking up what everyone else's signs were and looking into other people's big threes and then making associations like, okay, these people in my life are Tauruses, those are their similarities or 
like I would see videos about a certain sign and then I felt like I could understand my siblings and my parents and my friends and strangers more and then it was just fun especially when you're around people who believe in it too and you can kind of talk about it like what was your ex's big three or what are your mom's signs and just being able to understand people better I think it is so fun so if you're new to it, you can totally look up your birth chart if you're familiar with it. I love, I love asking this question, but what would be your dream person, like significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, whatever tickles your fancy, what would be their dream big three? If you could build a, <laughs> build a man, build a woman, build a person, what would be their sun, moon, and rising I have put a lot of thought into this, <laughs> and mine, it's actually so funny, because they would, they'd actually just clicked, they would basically just be the male version of my best friend, I could not do a water placement in the big three, I think it would just be too much, I personally don't love water placements in men, or I just haven't experienced one that I've loved. We'll put it like that. But I would love, I would love a fire moon. Oh, just the passion. <laughs> I would love it. And then for a rising sign, I would either do a air or fire. I could not do earth in the rising sign. And then for sun, for sun, I could handle earth. <laughs> That is where I would put the earth sign. I don't think I could do more than one. Yeah, I think that's a perfect balance. And it's, it's the male version of my best friend. I would do earth, sun, fire, moon, and then either fire or air rising. Oh, it's just perfect. If you are curious, I have a air, sun, water, moon, fire rising. But I have no earth in my chair, and so I think I would need someone that has an earth placement. It's actually really funny because most of my serious relationships, they were an earth sun. They just, as I was trying to fly away, be my little avoidant self, they like pulled me back down to earth and wouldn't let me be avoidant, and it actually worked really well. Also, the ones I've experienced, they're not nonchalant, and I love it. I, I need all the chalant. I need the chalantness. I need you. <laughs> I need you to tell me you care about me. I, I don't want the games. I want all the chalant in the world. Is it my water moon? I don't know. It's just what I want. I found on Pinterest recently, and then after that, I made a little, like, phone wallpaper. I share really cute ones if you are interested on the, on the gram and the ticker talkers. But I, I was going somewhere with this. Yes, I was. Oh, I found a phrase. It's really cute. I'm obsessed with it. And it's just, it's only embarrassing if you're embarrassed. And I have been obsessed with that ever since I heard it like non-stop thinking about it I want to put it on everything it's just so good and <clears throat> so 
true. Just, well, so I grew up and everything was embarrassing, or I thought I was embarrassing. I was very insecure. I needed a whole lot of validation, but I just felt very out of place, and I felt like everywhere I went, I was an inconvenience, and so, of course, I thought everyone was always watching me and judging me, and everything I did was embarrassing, and so now being the person that I am, it's very hard to embarrass me. Like, I don't really take anything seriously. Yeah, I could trip and fall. I really don't care. I don't care what you have to say about me. I don't care if you saw it. I'm not embarrassed because who cares? Who cares? Nothing even matters. That's actually a Bible verse by um, Lauren Hill. That song, that song, everything could be going right or everything could be going wrong and I could be having the worst day of my life and I will put that song on and I'm just like, you know, you're right. <laughs> Nothing even matters. Like, it's not that serious. I love that song. That song is on, like, a f one of my very special playlists. I feel like I should go into that deeper at one point, but love that song. But things just aren't that serious, and I feel like, I feel like you can just choose not to be embarrassed about things. I think it does go kind of hand in hand with like being a lot more confident and sure in yourself and not looking to outside sources for validation. Like if you validate yourself first and you're confident in yourself first, you choose yourself first, then you won't need that validation from other people. But I just, it's, I don't think things are embarrassing. I... I really hope that all of you get to experience that in your lifetime where you just, it's only embarrassing if you're embarrassed. If, I hope you stop being embarrassed, basically. You get my, you get, you get the groove, man. You, you get my vibe. I, I hope that for you. That is, that is a hope that I have for you. Also, I kind of feel like that goes hand in hand, like, Say you did something, quote unquote, that was embarrassing. The people that are going to like make the biggest deal and make fun of you are the insecure ones. They're the ones, and you know who the insecure people are? They're the trolls that live under bridges and that leave mean comments on videos and nasty reviews for no reason at businesses. And so I ask you, why do you care what they think? Let's ponder on that. Journal on it, maybe. Put it in our pocket for later to think about. But also, quote-unquote, you do something embarrassing. When you do the embarrassing act, whatever, something happens, usually you are embarrassed because you are imagining in your head what you think they're thinking. Like, in your head, you're talking to yourself and you're saying, they said this about me. Oh, my gosh, this is what they're thinking. This is what they're saying. And usually, you're just bringing up what you think about yourself, like your deepest insecurities. I just, it's all connected, man. It's only embarrassing if you're embarrassed at the end of the day. And if you need tips, or if you need a good night out with someone who doesn't get embarrassed, <laughs> I am your girl. And it is very fun. The funnest people in the whole wide world to go to bars and clubs with are these kind of people just 
you dance silly and crazy and nothing is that serious and everything is funny and you pull out the craziest dance moves and it's just nothing's that serious. Nothing even matters at all. Once again, let's give it up for the greatest Bible verse of all time. Thank you, Lauren, for that. But yeah, oh, that's my favorite thing in the world to do is go to a club with silly, goofy friends and take nothing serious. For my last birthday, I got a group of girlfriends and we all went bar hopping and we dressed up like men. <laughs> it was the best birthday of my whole life. That Last year was actually the first year that I... First or second year? I think it was the first year I didn't cry on my birthday. And I, like, didn't have the birthday blues on my birthday. And it was amazing. Like, we all dressed up like men. And most of them, like, most... But I think, yeah, pretty much all of us went all out. And just... <laughs> it was so good. If you need a girls' night recommendation... That is it. I actually need to plan one again because that was just like everything I've ever wanted and more. Um, let me go back to astrology because <laughs> obviously this is me. I When I first got into astrology, you'll see like the memes on Instagram and the ticker talkers everywhere that like I'll never date this sign, I'll never date this sign and I really, really wanted to be open-minded and like I want to give every sign an equal chance and also <laughs> observation and research purposes. I do want at some point to date them all and so I can compare them and see who the best is. But anyways, I wanted to be open-minded and so the the sign that I have read about literally for years I, it's burned into my brain seeing memes back in 2012. Like, Gemini men are the worst. Gemini men are the worst. And, of course, it's just me. I have to learn lessons for my own. You cannot tell me something. I, I just can't learn a lesson until I make the mistake on my own. And so I was like, I'm not going to judge Gemini men. I'm going to give them the fear chance because they're prof probably innocent baby angel boys. And so I have dated Gemini men, um, nothing long-term or serious, but there were two. <laughs> it's just, they are a different breed. There was one, and it was very casual. It didn't work out, but um, I had like a birthday post up, like on my very birthday, very clearly it read that it was my birthday, and he responded W-Y-D. I think that is the most disrespectful thing in the whole wide world. First of all, if you scroll past someone's birthday post and you know it's their birthday and you you intentionally don't spend the two seconds to wish them a happy birthday, I think that's so mean. I think you're doing that on purpose. Why are you too cold not to wish them a happy birthday? It's like that's a message filled with so much love. I don't know. I, I, I find so much happiness in wishing people a happy birthday. Um, but <laughs> you couldn't even say like happy birthday. What are you doing tonight? So I just, that told me everything I needed to know about that man. But there was another one and it was, 
it was for a couple weeks or maybe less than a month. But that man, like, the amount of damage he did on my mental health (laughs) in less than a month was actually insane. I'm pretty sure I swore off dating after him. Um, It felt like a year's worth of trauma in, like, a couple weeks. (laughs) But I... I am really, really good at being able to read people, like, meeting an acquaintance and knowing, you know, like, they're kind of sketchy or just being able to get vibes from people and get a good read on them. There is something about Gemini men, and I'm not the only one that thinks this. I've, like, gone to, like, friends and strangers, and they have all validated this, but it's like there's nothing to read like it's like they have this wall up or something they are the only sign um that I cannot read and it's the weirdest thing in the world but I just don't think (laughs) I don't think I personally can put myself that through that again and so if you have found happiness with a Gemini male um I wish you the best of luck, babe. You are one of our strongest soldiers, and I love that for you. Good for you. Good for you, big. Now this. This is something I think about a little too often. Actually, I think about it the perfect amount of time. There's nothing wrong with this. I want you to think about your celebrity crushes or, like, people from TV shows that you've just fallen in love with their character or whatever. Think of... Come up with a person. And now ask yourself, if they met you, like they got to spend time with you, see the version of you that you are around like your best friends, like your most confident, comfortable, cute you, would they fall in love with you? And if you said no, there is something wrong with you and we need to figure out what it is. Because every single one of you should feel like 1,000% if they got to know me and they spent time with me and they saw my energy and my personality and my character, they would fall head over heels in love with me. Like that is, it's that or nothing. That's all you should think. So let's take a look inward if you think otherwise. And also I would love to know who this person is that you are crushing on. Because we all have different types, and it's actually hilarious to me. I actually don't have a type physically. I go for <laughs> I go for a nice medium ugly man with a personality. Personality over everything. Personality and humor take me to the chapel because we're going to get married. Probably not because <laughs> marriage seems really scary. But we're... Stuff will be done. Stuff will be done and a time will be had. A time will be had. Now, this is one of my favorite mindset hacks. I am like obsessed with different perspectives and mindset hacks and being able to show people things from different perspectives. I live for it. Uh, So I'm sure you've seen like a picture on Pinterest somewhere or you've heard it before that energy is everything. And it is, it is, whether you want to believe it or not. I'm a diehard fan behind this, but 
especially frequencies. And you can go onto Google and go to like Google Images. I want to say all you have to look up is like frequency levels or like frequency levels graph. I don't know. Play around with some words. <laughs> I think it should be very easy to find. But um, it should show a bunch of different colors and then feelings or vibes or frequencies and different names. So things like shame, guilt, fear will be towards the bottom and they'll be lower. And then things like peace, love, enlightenment will be towards the top. And just think about it. Like when you have had a bad day, how everything in the world feels that much harder. And it's like, it just feels like everything is going against you. And your perspective seems very small and it just feels like the end of the world versus when you're having a really, really good day. Like it's really, really hard to get you down and it's easier to see the bigger perspective and it kind of seems like everything's just working out for you and you're just kind of like, things are kind of falling in your lap. Like 1000% when you are at that higher frequency or vibrating on a higher level, however you want to describe it, you're at the you're at that frequency or that vibe of like things being easier and when you're down at the bottom when you're vibrating from that frequency of course things are going to feel harder or more restricted or you know lamer and listen i understand things happen like loss um depression there's like numerous things and i am not saying you have to be positive all the time or you have to be happy all the time or that bad days don't happen. That's not what I'm saying at all. But this is just kind of how, you know, energy works. But one of my mindset hacks is like in the morning or whenever you want to do this, just think about when you are about to go on vacation and how like you feel on top of the world. Nothing matters, I'm going on vacation. Everything is exciting because I'm going on vacation. It's just like, you could be happy to do the laundry because you're like, I'm about to go on vacation. Nothing even matters, I don't even care. So you're, you're not even on vacation yet, but you know it's coming for certain and you're excited and you just know, like, you know in your bones, good things are coming. And so if you woke up every day or if you got into that mindset frequently, just imagine what you'd attract or like the kind of person you would radiate, the kind of person you'd be, it would be magic. Like if you sat there and you just, it does, it would, it's like the mindset of going on vacation. You don't have to tell yourself you're constantly going on vacation, but like I know in my bones good things are coming and I know in my bones it's about to get really good so why would I like why would I whine or complain I'm gonna get excited and ready because I know good things are coming oh my gosh you would just attract miracles you would just attract the best shit ever just try it like, you could sit down and close your eyes for, like, two minutes and just, like, envision the best things ever happening to you or just, like, I'm really excited because I'm going to have the best day ever this week and I don't know how it's going to happen, but I know in my bones it's going to happen. Oh, it would be so good. That's one of my favorite little mindset hacks, especially 
when I'm like feeling down or I like have some anxiety or I don't know, you know, I just don't know how things are going to work out. It's one of my favorite little, little, little brain tricks. But this right here, this right here I am actually obsessed with. Okay, so this is a list that I have in my notes app that I add to very frequently. And it is just like a bucket list for life. But it's not stuff like go bungee jumping. It is like cool, crazy, very exciting things. Like things I don't know how they're going to happen. But it's like, okay, you just have to listen to the list. <laughs> and then you have to make your own because... I just feel like you're going to be obsessed with it. But not only that, I want to hear your list. My only rule is that you can't be boring. Like you have to dream big, dream big and you have to be delusional. And you just have to be silly and goofy. And that is the rule. Okay. So here's some things on my list to give you inspiration. But then you go make your list and you read it back to me or you DM it back to me. However you need to get it back to me, get it back to me. So I now can have inspiration from you. One of the first things that's on my list was... <laughs> I want my name tattooed on someone. <laughs> I don't care who. Or I want my name tattooed on multiple people. And I want a selfie with it. And I want it framed in my house. I think that is so badass. Like, <laughs> hell yeah. You got my name on you. That is a goal. It could be Kia, but if you got my full name, I think I would like, I'd take a picture of that and pull it, put it in my purse and carry it with me everywhere. That's how excited it would make me. <laughs> Another thing on my list, I want a mugshot, and I can't explain it to you why I want one. But I want one. But the thing is, is I don't want to go to jail or prison. I actually don't know the difference between jail or prison. I think one's like a higher subscription and one's like a lower one. Um, obviously, it's not a subscription. Let's just take a joke. But I can't tell the difference between the two. But I'm thinking like they could have like an open house for jail or prison. And like you can come in and get your mug shot. And then I'd obviously wanted it printed and framed in my house. That is so cool. It would be very important to me, though, that I would, I'd, I would need to look good in this mugshot. Um, you know, it's like your license photo. Like, if you have a bad photo, it kind of feels like your whole life is ruined. I, I like my photo right now. It's not perfect. It's okay. We can't expect perfection out of everyone. But my license photo before that, so my very last one, I at the time had very dark brunette hair, <laughs> which actually isn't a good look on me. And I was, it was like winter time. I was pale. They used those flash, those like the very very bright flash. But also, I think the lady taking the photo hated me. Everyone at those buildings hates the whole wide world. But yeah, it wasn't my best look. So I was going into a bar once and the bouncer, I give him my ID. He looks at me. I've got different hair now. I've kind of had a little glow up. I look better in person. And he looks down at this awful picture just with a straight face. Looks me in my eyes and he's like, yeah, this isn't your best look. 
And I just, I don't really wish the nicest things upon him because was that necessary? No. Did I say mean things back to him? No. Do I wish I could have? Yes, I do. And I actually haven't forgotten it. So thanks for that, you not-so-nice human. Another thing on my list, I want to be in someone's will. I want to make such an impact on your life that you, I am in your will. And it doesn't matter if you leave me money or if you leave me your favorite slippers. I just want to be thought of. Actually, <laughs> that's, I want to be thought of while you're alive, too. Well, obviously, whatever. I just love to be thought of. I love to be in your thoughts. Is it the Leo placement? No, it's just a healthy human that wants to be loved and thought of. I want to be in someone's will. And if you are telling me that you don't want to be in someone's will, something is wrong, babe. I do, though. Another I, One, I want to be in someone's will, but I also want to be in like a borderline stranger's will. Like you met me one time, you were obsessed with me, you want to leave me everything. Or I don't know the logistics. We can figure this out later. But like you don't even know me, but you've heard of me. And something in your brain was just like, it's her. That's the one. It's For some reason, I'm just drawn to give her all my riches. And, and that's just how it worked. And I don't see anything wrong with this plan. That is, <laughs> that is on my bucket list, Fausto. And if that's not on your bucket list now, I don't know what to tell you, honey bunny. I... I need, this one's, <laughs> this one is a need. I need to be in my casket at my funeral and I'll be the little angel up at the top of the building just watching my funeral go down. But I need to be, the funeral needs to be happening and I need more than one person to come unannounced to the said funeral and say to my kids or my friends or whoever will be there, is that Kia? Man, I'm so sad. She was the love of my life. And then another person says that, and then another person says that. And if someone can attend, they'll reach out to a close friend on Facebook and let them know I was the love of their life and my death has devastated them. That one. <sighs> a girl can dream, right? I got inspiration from this actually on TikTok this happened to a lady and I was like oh yeah this is going on the list because that's a goal like being the woman who got away ah oh, chef's kiss <laughs> I want to always be the one who got away <laughs> I never ever want to be the girl that stood there and let you treat me like caca and you walked all over me, and I was a doormat for you, and I waited patiently for you to grow into the man you deserve to be. No. Mm -mm. I want to be the girl that left at the first sign of disrespect, and I was the one that got away, and I lived my best life, and I was treated well. <laughs> and that was, that's me. That's what I want to be. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. Another. Okay, I think this is the last one. Yes, this is the last one. But after this, I'll be waiting patiently for your list so we can combine lists and compare notes. We can grab lunch and drinks, whatever you need to do. This one, if you judge me, it says more about you than it does me. 
Okay. I want to go to an amateur stripper night. <laughs> I want to show myself I can do it. I want to live out my pussycat doll dreams. I just... I want to do it. I want to do it. And no one says I got to get Nikki. And preferably it would have an all-female audience. I don't know. Maybe Channing Tatum would be at the back. He just showed up because he heard I was there. And he's single. And he's always been waiting for me. And he decides I'm the love of his life. Anyways. I want to do an amateur stripper night. I think it would be so fun. My stripper song would be Me and You by Cassie. If you have not thought about it. <laughs> Did that sound British? It's all right. My stripper song would be me and you by Cassie. I've put a lot of thought into this and I ask everyone. So I need you to now think about and put it in your notes app if you had to strip, if your life was on the line. And the only way to save your life was to sh be a stripper. I would do it for fun. You wouldn't even have to put me on the line. But anyways, what would your stripper song be? What would be the vibe? What would be the song that would just instantly get you into that persona, that mood, and you would just kill it out there. Again, I already know what mine is, so let's figure out what yours is. Pookie. That reminds me, one, I grew up super religious, but I have just always been the way I am. Like, I remember being at primary school, and this boy had... Yes, so this boy had his mom come in and pick him up often, and she would wear, like, knee-high leather boots and, like, fishnet stockings and mini skirts and leather jackets, and, like, you would hear and see everyone talk about her. Like, all the parents would, like, whisper about her, give her dirty looks, and I thought, <laughs> I thought she was the coolest woman ever, like... I had a crush on her son. I thought she was so badass. I was obsessed with her. Like, I wasn't judging her. And then we also had a primary school teacher who dressed like that as well. But then you would hear, like, teachers and moms and kids talk about how she would go out drinking and she would go to the club. And I was like, man, <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's living the life. Like, she's so fun. And even as a kid, I was like, why do they care? Like... This little Mormon five, six-year-old me was just like, so? <laughs> like, why do they care what she does outside of school? But I've just, this has been me since I was a little kid. That actually reminds me. So we weren't allowed to listen to songs that like, I don't know, were skanky or like had cuss words in them. But we had a garage and, you know, back in the day you had your little CD player with the CDs and we would always have the now CDs like now 21 now 19 with all the songs on them and so I would go in the garage and we had like cement they weren't like poles they were like what the hell do you call them the th beams yes beams we had beams and I would go out there and make sure the parents weren't around and I would play the songs I wasn't supposed to play and just dance my little heart out on those beams and it made me so happy like we weren't supposed to listen to Eminem loved it 
weren't supposed to listen to the Pussycat Dolls. Oh, I loved them, but I just, baby, I was born this way, and I love it. I love it. This is me. Take me or leave me. But I don't carry the word, because I, <laughs> I choose me, honey. Speaking of growing up very, very religious, I um, had my daughter at... I had my daughter at 18, but also growing up, like, in the church, you're kind of taught marriage is the goal. Excuse me. Then you have the sexuals, and then you make the babies, and you go to college, or I think you're supposed to, whatever they, what are the steps? <laughs> you do, like, the school, and then you get married, and then you have the kids, and then you live happily ever after in your nice house, and that's just basically what they want for you. So I, you know, had a baby. I was a single mom, and, of course, felt judged, um... But I had a clothing business. And so I was like 19 years old selling clothes to like settled families, like in their 30s, 40s, 50s, or just like married couples, couples that had gone to college and had kids and like had the house. Basically had like the picture-perfect family, the family that you're sold, you're supposed to have the family on the movies. And so being 19 years old and getting to know these women and like talking to them about markets and having them tell me that they are not happy or like they hate the career they chose at college or they only went to college because they felt like they had to and that was like what is sold to you or they only got married because they felt they had to. It just, it gave me such a good perspective at such a young age and just, it broke that mindset really early that, you know, I was taught my whole life growing up. And so I, like, always reassure, like, my friends and people I know when they do feel really crappy, like, they feel like they should be further along in life or they feel like they're going at life wrong or they're just really shaming themselves. Like, these steps to life are made up and it is going to look different for every single one of you none of us are going to have the same path and you know some of you will go to school in your 50s and there's nothing wrong with that and some of you may never get married and you'll be happier than people that got married and some of you will get married and it'll be the best decision of your life but it is just so different for everyone and it's so unique but that is why getting in touch with your intuition and getting to know yourself is so important because you will, you know what's best for you in your soul. You know what makes you happy and you know what is aligned for you. And I think we get so confused because we go off of logic. One, this is why I love human design. But also we like logically talk ourselves into things like logically this makes sense. Or this is what my parents expect of me. So this is the next step. Even if you know deep down in your bones like it's the last thing you want to do or you know there's other things that you feel drawn to or that will make you happy I just feel like you're not doing life wrong and I really think you should I really think we all should prioritize 
what makes what we're passionate about and what makes us happy and what we feel drawn to and like think of those things that light you up and that excite you and I'm not saying that when we do work we have to like love it all the time but we were given gifts and we were given talents and I think every single one of us has them and your talent could be something like art but it also could be something like using your voice or leading people I think we all have these gifts and I don't know I just think you should get more in tune with yourself and trust yourself more and maybe ask for advice a little less and get to know yourself a little more and you'll be a whole lot happier and let go of expectations and compare less and you'll be a whole hell of a lot happier hell even if you just stop comparing yourself that is boo kaka those are it's a scam comparing yourself is a scam that we've all been tricked into and I have unsubscribed and I'm happy as hell happy as hell since I have stopped doing it it is the best decision ever wow she found her way back to astrology yes she did here we are it's the funniest thing ever. I, so when me and my best friend are like out in the world, one of our favorite games is like, say we meet someone new and we're chatting, like turn to each other and we're like, what do you think their sign is? And we love to guess and then eventually ask. And it's so fun. Like if you're right or close, uh, like the more you do it, the bit, and the more you get to know people and astrology, the better you'll get at it. It's like the funnest little party trick. But so, like, say I don't like someone's vibe, like we are just not clicking, or the energy is kind of stank, and I'm just like, oh, your energy is rejected. My energy, I'm always guessing their sign, and I usually guess the signs that I like. I'm not the fondest of. But it's really funny because 99.9% <laughs> of the time I'm wrong and that girl sign is the same sign as me. <laughs> and it's just, it's funny because a lot of times in life the people who are going to bother you the most will be just like you. And I just think life is so funny that way and it never gets old. But I... My best friend is so good at guessing signs. It's insane. Like, she can talk to someone for 20 seconds and she'll, she won't even be like, you're a Pisces. She's like, you're a March Pisces. And this person, like, hand to chest, looks like they just saw an angel. I mean, not an angel, a ghost. And she's so good at it. And I'm still trying to convince her to let me pimp her out. And, like, we could sit up a table in public and be like, Give us if we guess your sign right, you have to give her twenty bucks because she would she would make bank. So I'm still trying to convince her. If you want to play that game with her, let's set it up. Um, and we will fund our next vacation. I am a diehard. If you know me, I am a diehard believer in treating yourself. And you can argue with me all you want. I never asked for financial advice. <laughs> but I just think treating yourself and the energy behind it 
like, I will recommend it forever. And no, okay, there's a difference. There's a difference in treating yourself and treating yourself to a point where it puts you, it's like self-destructing. Like, if you know you have no money and you're maxing out your credit cards, it's not really treating yourself. But also, like, getting things that make you happy and change your energy and shift your mood and now that you have it you are now a better person and you work better and you're more creative and you're a better person to be around and your frequency is higher and you're vibing higher I think that's worth it I think that's 1000% worth it and I am a diehard recommender of that I like I don't know I also think the world sucks sometimes and life is very hard and we all deserve a little treat. <laughs> we all deserve a little treat for being so brave and showing up and just doing the damn thing. Um, also, listen, we all have our own beliefs about everything. I am sharing with you my opinions and my beliefs because I'm entitled to them and I love to talk. And that's that. So when I, when I'm like in the energy of like, I cannot spend and all my money needs to be saved and I'm not allowed nice things and I'm not allowed to buy things and money just needs to go towards bills and just like, it feels like I'm like squeezing my money tight and like hoarding and I'm like in this very scarcity mindset that is when money is always the hardest to come by for me. And I am just like, I'm I'm not even in a good mood or energy. When I feel like that, my way back to like being in an abundant vibe, abundant mindset is always to spend money. And if this is going to rub someone the wrong way, I actually do not care I'm not spending it recklessly or dumbly. It's like that is something that I've wanted for a long time or that is something that I was going to buy anyways or that is something that is going to bring me so much happiness. That is something that I'm going to use and like I like it's going to lift me up. But I also spend it with like I'm spending this because I know money always comes back and I know there's more money out there and I know there's more money to be made and I know there's more opportunities and I trust it's going to come back. It always does. And this was like a very, very, this was a very hard lesson for me to learn. Um, I like, I don't know, I, I the past few years I've really been trying to heal my relationship with money, but that was a very hard lesson for me to learn. But once I learned it, Oh, it's just been the best. Like, the minute I start getting into that, like, tipping towards that scarcity mindset, I spend it with trust, and it's like I find money, or someone randomly sends me money, or I get a random refund or a discount, and I'm just like, oh, it does. It always works out, and things are so good. But just try it out. Try living and thinking more abundantly and watch how you find abundance everywhere. You have no idea how happy doing this has made me and I'm not sure yet how often these episodes will be out 
But I know I'm going to keep doing this because even if it's one, two, five, or a million of you need to hear something in this, that is something that I just, I want to be able to provide. And even if it just makes me happy, that is worth it. That is worth every minute of this. And I love you. You are the shit. You deserve better than that person you are currently stalking. And here we are. I'll talk to you next time. Care a little less this week. Uh, try something new. Ask for more money. Follow me on Instagram. Give someone a hug. Ask for some physical touch. I don't know. Wax your butthole. But have a good week. I love you the most. The actual most. You're beautiful. And you're perfect. And deuces.